Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. This is your host, Jamie C., and I am the owner and founder of Salt Society Education. I am so excited you're here because we have one kick-ass episode for you. So if you don't know anything about Salt Society or you're new here, we are an education company that focuses on the three pillars of education, personal development, business, and skill set. And we want to make sure that you have all of those uh, pillars nailed down so you can not only feel really good in your business and do the things that you love, but be balanced as hell outside of work and also be able to beat the mindset blocks or any kind of resistance that you may have, whether it be worry, fear, anxiety about rising in your business behind the chair, and also being able to cultivate those tools that you need, whether it be social media, conversations with your clients, whether it's even something like, hey, I don't know how to raise my prices and I feel really uncomfortable in those conversations. I don't know how to do that. We are here to support you. We have all the tools to do so. We also love, 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 love helping you with color, whether it be color theory, color placement, balayage, foliage, color melting, gray coverage, all the things from uh, being able to be a confident colorist is pretty amazing. And it feels so great to be able to have an amazing, really big team of educators from all over the country, whether it be our local team or our education team that's all over the country. We are so well-versed in all things business, mindset, and skill set. So here we are, and today we are talking about how to cut your balayage application time in half. And so it, it may seem like, uh, well, well, how would I do that? Because if I cut my balayage application time in half, then maybe I'd get the not getting the results that I want. So let's break this down. So I teach a lot of hands-on classes and a lot of um, look and learn classes, whether it be inside of my classroom inside of Cheshire, Connecticut's classroom, or if it's one of our balayage educators teaching all over the country, we are so, so like being able to gear you towards simplicity and working smarter, not harder is the we, it's the way that we work. It's just the way that we work. And we love being able to help you simplify your art. We don't want to make you do like a copy and paste of what we do. We want to give you the tools to cultivate your artistry into basically this beautiful customized approach that you can give your clients. So the reality of the situation is what we hear the most is, is I can't really build saturation. I feel like I'm doing that horizontal paint, horizontal paint. And an hour later I've done it and it looks okay. Um, but then I rinse it out and it has lack of dimension or I don't know where to put shadows or I don't know how to build saturation or how to get a brighter result or what developers to use or what products to use or what brushes to use. And we have all the answers. So in this episode, I want to teach you a little bit more about how to preserve depth in the hair. And obviously there's so many things that go into this. So 
first off, it's understanding the basics first. So a lot of times I hear people like, well, I want to know placement, placement, placement. But when we get hands-on, they're still unsure of how to mix, how to use the right developer. They don't know what brush to use for the result they want or what canvas they're using it on. So we have to kind of narrow it back, back to basics before we go into placement. So I want to teach you inherently how to keep depth in the hair. But before we do that, we need to know the basics. So here's some of the basics that are really important to know. So if you are driving right now, save this episode for later where you can take some notes because I'm going to be sharing some kick-ass knowledge bombs that are going to serve you inside of your business. But if you are down with a notebook, here we go. So first and foremost, know your canvas. Your canvas is going to be, let's say, 50% of the predictability behind the result. So if you have a canvas that has you know, a, a lot of cuticle layers or a ton of color buildup, um, a lot of color history, um, then you could imagine that the predictability in your result may be different. There's a little bit of a variable there, just like there is with foils, right? So here's the important thing to remember is that balayage, if done with the right developer and the right um, saturation levels, and the right, um, you know, insulation, then you can get up to seven levels of lift. That is incredible, incredible. So good thing to know though, is that it's not going to give you the same kind of lift a foil would. And this is why. So when you are using any kind of balayage application, you are painting the surface of the hair, which inherently leaves the bottom of it, which is going to be your low light. So if you're painting the surface and you're not fully saturating like you are a foil, you already are getting a built-in low light, which is again, going to give you more dimension. However, what ends up happening is I think people tend to forget that you're not fully saturating um, with a surface paint. So with balayage, you are going to get a warm to neutral finish. With foiling, you are going to get a right, bright, bright, clear finish. Inherently, if your canvas is cleansed if it doesn't have a ton of color buildup. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's some factors that are going to be put in place there that might not get you that bright, clear finish, but that is the intent. So that leads me into the next thing. So again, making sure that your canvas is prepped, that it is, you've analyzed it. You don't have any chemical buildup. You don't have any hard water. You don't have a ton of all that stuff in there and it doesn't have you know, a week's worth of hairspray in it. So we want to make sure we're clarifying it and cleansing it and getting, you know, demineralizing those types of things. And then from there, we got to know our product. So know our product right, is really, really, really important. And we want to make sure there's so many different kinds of products that you can use and there's pros and cons to each thing. But you can mix balayage lightener and classic foiling lightener together and you can get a little bit more of a brighter effect. However, good to know is that it's not necessarily something you have to do all the time. You absolutely can get away with doing just balayage lightener or just foiling lightener. But know with foiling lightener is that it often has the ability to swell. So just make sure you know your product really well. And when it comes to balayage lightener, it has this glide ability to it. So there's different types of situations that you can use all the time, whether it's adding a clay additive to your lightener. That's totally fine. Just know your lightener and if it swells. And a lot of times if a product is swelling, it's mainly because of the canvas. Um, 
or like really, really, really swelling, like getting hot and bubbling and dripping and all those other things, that is a chemical uh, reaction. And so that has a lot to do with the product uh, reacting to whatever is living inside of that canvas. That is why we demineralize. That is why we cleanse the canvas so we have predictable results. So number one, know your canvas. Make sure that shit is clean. Make sure it is cleansed. Make sure it's demineralized. Make sure you know the color history. Number two is know your product and know that, you know, to my preference, and this is not saying it's right or wrong, but my preference is I love to paint with balayage lightener because I love the consistency. I love that it has this glidability and a little bit of tackiness that kind of allows for it to lay on the surface. So that's really, really good to know. Um, when your product is too wet, it most likely will sink below the surface and not give you as much. Um, it, it can kind of lead to like splotchiness or hard lines. So just keep those things in mind. Number Three is know the result that you want. Know the result. So if your client wants a warm to neutral finish, you want four to five levels of lift, maybe even five, six levels of lift, balayage is your go-to. Totally fine. If you want a bright, clear finish and your client is looking for a, like a level 10 and she has a level four, balayage is not your jam. However, really important, keep pictures of your work, whether it be a foliage or a balayage next to each other in like a lookbook. And you can be able to tell your client, this is what we can get done with balayage. This is what we can get done with foliage. Knowing your goal and knowing the result that we want, this is the route I can give you, um, which would be a foliage. And this is so great to know because they look like the placements and re results look similar, but the brightness and finishes are the same, are different, right? So the foiling one might look a little bit brighter, um, a little bit clear of a finish, the more of that tonality result that they want. And then the balayage one may be a little bit more subtle, a little bit of that warmer result, which maybe they're not looking for. So knowing that they can get the similar results is going to give them the ease to trust you. So a lot of times when people say they you know, want to be painted, it's because they want the painted look at, looked, uh, let me try saying that again. So they want the balayage result look, whereas sun-kissed and blendy and sexy and delicious. And then the foiling, maybe they're used to like those hard lines and they don't know that if you use a foil that you can actually get it to look like a balayage. So that's my little tip is that. So again, number one, know the canvas. Number two, know your product. Number three, know the result that you want to get. Number four is know how your developers um, correlate and your brushes correlate to the result that you want. So you're using, uh, let's just say you're using a balayage result and now you have different brushes to choose from. So with my brush line, we have different brushes for different results. Not every brush is going to give you the same result. And not every painting result is perfect for every single person. So it, it's important to know, like, it, do I want more of a subtle paint or do I want something that's like heavily saturated? The more paint you see, the brighter it'll be. So you want maybe the heavy loader brush. If you want something that's a little bit more subtle, a little bit more glowy versus pop, right? Then you would maybe use something that has a softer bristle um, that can give you that softer, subtle pop or glow rather. So knowing your brushes are great. Knowing your developers are even more powerful. I used to be the type of person who would use 40 for everything because my generalized understanding of that was it would get me faster and brighter, which is not true, well, 50% of that true, is that it would get me there faster, but it would die out sooner. So 
Um, 40 volume does not last that long. It does not last that long. 20 volume definitely lasts longer. It's kind of like a crock pot. So it works slower and moves through those unwanted pigments longer than a 40 volume. So start low with your developers, know your brush choice, know your product, know your results, know your canvas. All really, really, really important things to know. And if you're new to balayage, it's all good. Like take each step as it goes. I'm actually going to be teaching a very immersive class um, visually um, and digitally. So you can watch me do all of the things and learn more about what I'm talking about here in an in-depth educational way. This is just the tip of the iceberg. I am here to help you in all ways. Um, I am going to be teaching the Hair Color Academy with one of my um, fellow educators who is going to be teaching all about formulation. And her name is Christine. She's also known as paint that mane. And so we are going to be teaching how to leave depth in the hair and how to do all of these things, how to paint, how to mix, how to formulate all of these things in this three-hour class. And I will put the link in the bio below, but that is going to be happening live. If you can't join live, then you can actually get the recording and watch it at your convenience and get forever access to that. So again, when to get depth in the hair. I will be showing this live in my class um, at the end of November. Uh, but if you want a little bit of tips and tricks now, you need to know where depth lives on the head. There's an am amazing amount with my, my lunar placement, my signature lunar placement that I'm going to be teaching in my virtual class. It's actually one of the easiest ways to cut your time in half. It's understanding where depth lives on the head and then also how to paint faster and how to get more color on the hair faster with a seamless blend. That is kind of like my, my go-to. It has a lot to do with body position, brush strokes, the actual brush, and it can get you a faster application, especially when you know where depth needs to live on the head. So recognize where light is hitting, right? You normally where someone wants the most results is around the face, maybe on the bottoms and maybe in the crown. So these are the determining factors, right? There, it's like the lay, it's like the, uh, you can call it like the layover, right? Like everything that's laying over the top is what's going to be seen the most, right? So we want to consider all types of things, right? Are they going to be like digging in between the internal structures of their hair? Probably not. But is that where I can get the majority of my depth to live in the hair? Absolutely. Another thing that you want to think about is around the hairline, you want to think about the perimeter of the hair is actually the most impactful. So knowing that you're going to use the perimeter of the hair and that you're going to maybe use the actual like crown of the head and the money piece, which is actually the perimeter piece because all parts of the perimeter play into the money piece. So these are the things that you want to keep in mind. So what we talked about so far was knowing your canvas, knowing the product that you're using and knowing the results or goals that you want to achieve. Uh, and then we went over developer and brush choice and now where to leave depth. And like I said, in my class and all of my teachings and all of my hands-on workshops and all of the ones that are with my educators are also going to be going over where to leave depth in the hair. So with my signature lunar placement, this is not about horizontal sections. And so it's a lot about curved sections and using the, the actual shape of the head to pr provide more depth in the hair. And so this also plays into literally any application that you're doing is understanding where do I want to leave depth? Where can I make the most impact? And 
each one of my sections that I do and that I teach is really, really, really intentional on using every single side of that section. So it's not just the surface. It may be internal. It may be the surface. It may be the side. It may be the front. It may be the back. And it's really always about working smarter, not harder. So even in my lunar placement, I literally have like three sections on the side and it is so impactful simply because it's the way that you maybe overdirect it or the way that you're painting it. And it provides so much internal depth and brightness all at the same time. So section direction is really huge. And then the section sizes that you're using. So where you're actually um, painting, the section direction, all of those things may play such a huge impactful role in simplifying your work. And honestly, every single piece that I paint has an intention. I am not unintentionally just painting to paint. I used to before I knew about where depth lived on the head and also how to simplify my work. And now my application times are literally no more than 25 minutes. And it's simply because I don't need to do that much work. I just don't. Based on the results that these people want, it just doesn't make sense to have to do the horizontal paint, horizontal paint, horizontal paint. And once you understand all of these ways, then you're going to be like flying through your application. You're going to, your body position is going to change. Your, your hand strokes are going to change. Your brush is going to change. Your developers are going to change your app, like saturation levels, insulation, literally everything is going to do a 180 and it's going to improve your balayage skills tremendously. So if you are looking for the opportunity to learn more, if you're looking for the opportunity to simplify your work and provide massive knowledge for your clients, this is the place to start. This class is a very, very low investment because I'm all about affordable education with maximum impact. So I will put all of that information in the link below in the show notes. You can also follow me on at pretty little ombre or underscore salt society on Instagram and you can follow along. There's already so many people signed up for this and this live class is going to be incredible. Christine and I are going to provide massive education and also a live Q&A at the end. And if you can't make it, that's okay. You can still register and get the playback link so you can watch it at your own time. So I am so, so excited for you to be able to take some of this knowledge that we provided today and be able to put that into your work because the more you know, the more you serve, the more you know, the more confident you feel. And the more confident you feel, the more you can get your clients to trust you. And when your clients trust you, they invest in you. All right, my love. So go get your paintbrush. Go get your, your doll head or your mannequin or your friend and go play. Go have some fun. And if you want more free resources, I will also link those below so you can get started. All right, my love. I will see you in the next episode and bye-bye for now. 